Who's the person you turn to when you need advice? The person who gives you confidence and strength? The person who's been your biggest support? The person you shop with, ask their opinion and trust them implicitly? For me, it's... Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. As a mother and daughter, we know we have a close bond, but each mother and daughter relationship is unique and different, and that's exactly what we want to explore. Each week, we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general, have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers Mothers and Daughters Daughters Podcast. Podcast. Emma. Hi, Del. How are you? Better this week. That's good. Yeah. My children aren't, but <laughs> behaviour-wise, health-wise, they're fine. That's good. Yeah. And you've coped. Mind you, yeah. Hoops has gone to school. Twice. Given a bit of a break. Yeah. And you know what? I finally bit got of in, s- bit well, of interaction for him interaction with other children. And I've finally gotten some work done, which is good. It's the whole point of him going. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. It is good. Yes. So before we talk about this week's episode, just a little PSA on what's going to be on our social channels. I reached out to our former guests and asked them how they're doing during lockdown and how they're staying in contact with their mums while they're apart. Except for Tracy, because she lives with her mum. Yes. Well, <laughs> so they're different, together. you know, she's a much older woman and, yes. yeah, they've lived together for a long time yeah. now. But I think she's still seen something of how they were dealing. Dealing with. Dealing with lockdown and lockdown her not being together. able to go to the hairdressers yes. and have her nails done. And yeah, because she loves, that's, that's yeah, what that, Loris loves. Yes. And unfortunately, she <clears> can't be doing those sorts of things at the moment. The rest of us. Yes. Is getting longer. Yes, I haven't been to the hairdressers. I think now for well, at least four months, heading heading to four and a half months. Yeah, hair's, yes. hair's getting longer. My nails are getting shorter. My hair's so getting funny. longer. Nails, nails getting are getting shorter because they're breaking. That's <laughs> they're not breaking. good. That's not, not good. Ah, uh, anyway, digress. Um, so yes, yeah, so stay tuned to our social channels just for update on what everyone's up to and how they're doing during lockdown. And feel free to share your own um, with us, tag us so we can watch it and hope you're all well. Yes. Hear everybody else's journey through lockdown, which is going on for longer than expected. Yes, exactly. And also next week, it's just going to be the two of us. We thought we'd just do a little catch up between little them. A catch up session because God knows we don't do that every single day. <laughs> no, but I guess that's quite nice just – Maybe a recap of, you know, how how our journey started with this yeah. and what wonderful guests we've had and, yeah, just sort of doing a, yeah, bit of a debrief about everything. Debrief, yes, about everything. Mm. And also please send in your questions that you would like us to either ask each other, you want to know about us. So I'll have a story. You can ask it in um Instagram on the stories link and if that's not so easy feel free to send an email send us a DM 
Carrie to Jordana, Pigeon's probably to not jo- going to work. To Jordana, not to me, because obviously she's the social media person. <laughs> she knows how to deal with all of that. But um, I do, I do make out like the social medias from both of us. But the reality is, yes, it's just me. But I look at it. You do look at it. Yeah, and yep. I, I do ask your opinion on things. So that's the most important. So yes, feel free to send in your questions. Yeah, it'd be lovely to hear from everybody. Yes, and this week's episode. Very exciting. So exciting. Emma Wiggle. Yes. Emma Watkins. Emma and Watkins, her, and her mother Emma Catherine. Wiggle. It was just, oh, we had such a good time. Such a blast. It took us a little bit to get mm. there in the beginning again, more technical issues yep. with, with my age group again, <laughs> and we had another good laugh about it. It was funny. But um, but we did get there at the end, and Emma was also like very very patient. But we've been finding that all the daughters have been so patient when it comes to yeah. technology with their mothers, which yes. I think is so nice that nobody's lost their cool. And- no, and everyone's happy, and and by the end, it's something to have a laugh at. Yes. Yeah. When you finally spoken for an hour or so and you go, Oh God, it was so silly how long it took. And to I get guess there. the nice thing is is that during that time we were sort of able to have a little bit of a a chat with Emma. Not that we were recording, but you know, kind get of getting to know her. Yeah, getting to yeah. know her before we actually started the interview. And oh my gosh, she is the nicest person. I know. Like that's why she's Oh, she Emma is what Wiggle, she is. Because yeah. she really is. Everything you see. Everything you see yeah. is her yeah. and yeah. she's sunny and bright and just makes you want to smile and just calming as yeah. well. Well, so I, I, even, kids. I even said to her, you know, that I could just listen to her forever. Yeah. Her speaking voice was just so beautiful and mm. like – Relaxing. I don't know. It's just relaxing. Yeah. I, I mean, she should be one of those, you know, audible oh, yeah, she, she, people. It would be a good audible. Because her voice is absolutely beautiful. Well, she did say it's made her a lot calmer since being in the Wiggles. And, she's and she's very active. And she slowed down her, yeah. her voice, mm. I guess, to allow children to and hear. Just, yeah. To and hear. it also makes, it makes them feel welcome. Yes. As well and yeah. safe. So you will also hear mm. a slight interruption into the programming. It's very funny. Okay, Mason. Mason. I could hear him coming. So, yes, you can hear him coming and then he does make an appearance and then he does embarrass me by, I won't ruin it, but he does embarrass us on the podcast. Mm. That's very cute. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yes, it was very cute, but it was just um, really such a nice chat, and Catherine was very fun. Oh, she's such a dry yeah, wit. It was very, very funny. She's got a very funny sense of humour. Yeah. I mean, I did say that obviously growing up in the household must have been just a bundle of laughs the whole time yeah. because she obviously, yes, has a – she's very matter-of-fact, mm. you know, like it's funny what she kind of speaks says. about and yes. says in, in the recording and – um but, yeah, very, very funny person. But they seem to have obviously just the nicest, easiest Family. relationship. Yeah. yeah, relationship. And it was very sweet after our recording. Emma did send me a message and she said, we'll have to do it again and this time we'll have my sister. She's a lot more exciting. And I thought, oh, 
my goodness. Like, uh, yeah, she's you're very, one of the Wiggles. She's yeah, very humble. Very, very humble. humble. Yeah. Yeah. So we thoroughly enjoyed it and I hope you do as well. So don't forget, send in your questions. Keep an eye on socials for catch-ups with our guests. Yeah, love to hear from everybody. Exactly. Stay safe. Thank you again, both of you, for joining uh, with your wonderful, you know, busy schedule and, you know, even though you are at home at the moment. But anyway, we do appreciate your time. So thank you so much. It's oh, lovely to talk to someone different. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's really lovely. Very, very nice. It is always nice to see a new face. I agree. Yes. See, Emma, I've got new friends now. There you go. I, I'm, I'm irrelevant. You know, now that you have yeah, your friends, I don't, I don't yeah, have to be Yeah, we're friends. Here. Uh, well, yeah, we're <laughs> enjoying, definitely we're enjoying this whole Mothers and Daughters podcast. We've yeah, been yeah. very fortunate who we've you know, spoken recorded to. with, spoken with, and, yeah, it's been wonderful. I uh, guess, <laughs> Catherine, if I can start with you, um, even though Emma's sitting there, what was <sighs> Emma like as a child? Um, busy, very busy. She uh, gave up the morning sleep, I think, at about six months. Oh. And oh. she'd wake. I didn't know that was unusual, <laughs> not having a clue. And she'd be wa- wide awake at 3 o'clock in the morning oh. because not crying, not crying, just had things to do. Wow. And, uh, yes, very, very tiring. That's why I actually look older than I am. Mm. You look fine. <laughs> God, Emma, do you feel guilty now? Such a claim to fame you've got. Oh, uh, I mean, I've obviously um, brought her under strain uh, right. for many, many years. <laughs> um, but I am still very busy, so it, yes. um, it's a natural Isn't characteristic. I mean, it is, <laughs> Emma, as you obviously, uh, you know, grew into adulthood, did you find, though, that you don't rely on much sleep? I mean, is, is it you just a bundle of energy all the time? I just am, I am a very busy person, <laughs> but I do function better when I'm busy. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, uh, I have actually been told by um, um, a prof- like a, a health professional that my, the way that my brain works is by having multiple projects because I seem to get things wow. done <laughs> when I have things to do that it's not just one project. Wow. Otherwise I procrastinate. Mm. Um, and so I'm better off if I have a few things, but I'm, I am known to have a lot of things going um, at the one time. And uh, one of the things that um, I've been extremely passionate about is learning sign language. And my sign name that was given to me uh, by my deaf teacher actually is the sign for it. It's the sign for like busy, like crazy busy, but <sighs> She signs it twice. <laughs> my sign name matches my character, matches mum's story, matches everything. So, yes, Perfect. Emma is my name. Amazing. Yes. yes. When, she was, when she was born, instead of saying it's a girl, we just said under new management. And I think we were right there. That we were under new management right from the Very beginning. Very much so. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel like you were born to dance? I mean, did you feel like you came out that way, that it was just that was who you were supposed to be? Absolutely. And I uh, 
I think I haven't really thought about much else, have I, Mum? Really? No, no. They um, <laughs> they were worried about it because she was walking on her toes from about seven months, seven or eight months, and Are like you? up and going. And I took her to the hospital and they thought she was going to have problems and um, they said she's got very mature insteps. <laughs> they were saying about her feet before one and she wasn't even one. And I said, well, she's done quite a few miles really. So how, how <laughs> incredible. Heels. You were doing yeah. point work when you were seven. Yeah, point work. Nice. That's Just good. getting ready. Yeah. I was going to say, at, 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 at such an early age is oh incredible. But, yes, obviously then it was a real natural progression onto points. <laughs> wasn't a big deal for yeah. you. Yeah. I actually have found out more recently now, which I haven't actually even told mum, oh. but there is some new study that um, certain children that do walk and walk on their toes is an instinctual, uh, it's like an instinctual feeling from the body needing to pump more blood <laughs> to the brain. Like it's trying to get blood pumping around the body. And so for me, if I dance in the morning, I always feel better. Mm. I don't, I always feel my body's always better and I think better and I'm, my thoughts are clearer if I've danced Dance, or if like I've moved my body some naturally. And we know, yeah, we all know that exercise is great for endorphins, but maybe even at that age when I was really young, now they think that it's because my body needed. Because you were busy have, and um, here comes the little people. Oh, I've, I've, my dog's making so much oh, noise. He, he's, he's the. Who's that? Yeah. Okay. Just say hello. Just, just, just. Yeah. Who's hello. that? <gasps> Who's that? Hello. Hello. <laughs> is this Mason? This is, oh, look at the puppy. Oh. <gasps> Say what? Or ask what's the puppy's name? What's the puppy name? This puppy's name is Rupert or oh. Rupee for short. Oh, so cute! Do you know who that is? That's Emma. Don't, please that don't play. Can you say, say hi, hi to Emma? <laughs> hi. 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 Mason, how old are you? Is that how old are you? Three. Three. When will you be four? Three. In November. Close November. enough. November. November. <laughs> and and you love the wiggles, don't you? No, not now. <laughs> Great. No, I'm, I'm in the thanks. same boat, Mason. Okay. I agree with okay, you. Okay, you say bye-bye. Uncle. Never work with children. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> can Sorry you go to Honesty. Honesty. No, can you call out to Joe Park? <laughs> oh, that's the end of the interview then. <laughs> Can you call out to Joe? And let me tell you, okay. do you know what books I've okay. been reading him before bed? Yeah. It's all the characters. All the wiggles. All the sorry. wiggles. He's sorry, such sorry. a liar. Honesty, he's, isn't it? He's Honesty. such a liar, yeah, though. And that's, he's been reading that's the wiggles. That's why it's so good. Yes. He's been yeah, reading the wiggles. Because they'll tell us. I know. Don't you love it? Do you love them? Yeah. No, not now. <laughs> but I've been reading not him. Now. I've been now. reading him the wiggles at night time. I'm sorry. Not now. Yeah, no, no. No, it's good. It's, you want that honesty. That's oh, why. I guess you'll always get you that from kids. Yeah. Yeah, always. Tell, always. tell me how, how. I think, Emma, you can leave the interview now because obviously yeah. you're not relevant. I'll just hand it just over. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to talk to your mum now and find out all yeah, of the right. things that you got up to as a baby. <laughs> uh, how you, obviously, uh, how old's your puppy? Uh, this is Rupee and he's one. He just turned one. Oh, oh. sweet. Oh, sweet. And mum, look how calm he is. 
Yes, what have you done with him? I don't know. <laughs> as soon as he turned one, he calmed oh, down. Oh, that's good. The other yeah. dog is very calm and uh, much more orderly. Yeah, I, I heard um, you have a lot of animals. That's correct, isn't it? Yes. Well, yeah. uh, we have we had ten, um, <gasps> but we've uh, just sold our house, so we're in an apartment at the moment. So we've had to reduce um, uh, holiday time mm. for some animals to other people's farms right. um, or places, and so we've just got four at just. the moment. It's all right. That'll yeah. keep you busy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're an animal lover. Is that from you, Catherine? Do you have a lot of animals? I, I, I suppose I do have a lot of animals. Yeah, I love animals. I think they're probably easier than children. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're not as honest. <laughs> well, they don't say no. Well, they don't mind. They just put up with so much, don't they? Yeah. They're, they're great. Yes, I've got, I've got two dogs and horse and some birds so I suppose I've got some animals that's really (laughs) lovely well I guess clearly Emma got that love of animals from you I presume from you it might have been from her grandmother I think oh really on (laughs) on on her father's side yeah she loved animals that's very nice quite a lot of animals Mm. but then after you know mum ended up looking after a lot of them (laughs) that happens so I'm happy to admit that um (laughs) In this interview, yes. <laughs> only now that I have my own place, I have to look after my own animals. Oh, I see. Makes sense. That's why I'm moving further away. <laughs> less reliant. Less reliant. She didn't want to. She didn't want to have to babysit just in case. So she no, just moved further no, away. No. Oh, that's funny. yeah. That's that's funny. And Catherine, what were the girls? Because I know you've obviously got another daughter. What were the girls like growing up together? Were they kind of the best of mates and? Oh, on and off. They're, they're totally different. Haley's taller and more beautiful, of course. Oh. But <laughs> we no, we all accept this. Oh, that okay. she, she's she, stunning. Um, we were gonna we were gonna try and get her on. For oh, the interview. Yeah, oh, that sure would have been nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can have a reunion. Yeah. She um is a model and an yeah. act, an aspiring actress and um. So yeah, whenever Emma and, and uh, Hayley went out, everyone had asked Emma for her proof of age, but not Hayley, and she's four years younger. So um, she always looked the yeah, more mature one. older sister. I know that's so. That's just the hardest thing. <laughs> but um, Emma really just needs staff. So Hayley became staff like I have. That oh, we just. Oh. Uh, just wander around Ent- after Emma Pitt doing all the things that need to be done. It's yes. an entourage. I was going to say, you yes. team. Must, team. Yeah, team. I was going to say, it must have been, though, like, you, you, Catherine, you must have been running from here to there with the two girls, obviously, I suppose, you know, with obviously Emma with the dance and I, I'm not quite sure what Hayley was into, but, I mean, it must she have been did, a busy life. Yeah. Hayley did acrobatics and um, drumming and what else did she do, Emma? She was different to... She's well, she likes sport. Yeah, she <laughs> likes sport growing up. And yeah, it was more unfortunate, I think, when we were at primary school because I was doing dance competitions every weekend and they were awarding us with a trophy, even if you got 52nd place, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I would essentially get a trophy every weekend. And so for Haley, who was doing sports that wasn't 
giving out the accolades <laughs> like that. Mum felt sorry for her and bought her a trophy as a participation and best oh, sister award. What a good mum. That's so nice. Oh, that's yeah, really it, lovely. It, because it was so hard. Like going yeah. to dance competitions, it was yeah. such a different world. But yeah. Haley and mum still had to go. <laughs> yes, we still had to. Uh, well, we were just staff really. Yeah. yeah, someone had to drive you. Food. Someone had to feed you. I mean, as mums driving watch, the snacks. Watch. Yeah, watch. Yeah, I, I bet are all those trophies still with you, Catherine? Like, are you storing yes, all of in, those trophies? They're in storage here, half and half. Oh, okay, half and half. Got some, and uh, you've got the yeah, good I've ones, I assume. Going in storage. Yeah. yeah. Always good to have Isn't that funny? Ones. Yeah, parents always store things for their kids, and it's like when <sighs> that's a when hint do you want them? to me. When do you want yeah. them back? Yeah, you know. Uh, what do you what never? do you what do you want to give up? You, well, haven't I still got your wedding dress? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. but you know, I haven't actually opened it because I have this fear that it's actually not my dress. I never opened it when I got it back from the dry cleaners, and so if I don't oh. open it, it's still my dress. But if I know. I'm sure it's her dress. You take it, open it up, take it. Ten Ten years you, later. you haven't even peeked in. No, like you're not. Sure. No. <laughs> oh, I know it's very silly. I know. I got it back and I thought, oh, I wonder if it's the right one. And then I just, it just that feeling kept prolonging. So I thought, if I just don't open it, it doesn't matter. It's always yours. It's always my dress. Yeah. Okay. Yes. She's going to shove it on me <laughs> for our anniversary. Yes. Well, your tenth is coming up. Yeah. Try it on. Try it, it on. It could be like a lucky dip. And then if it's not the same dress, it's a revival. That's yes. true. Yeah, it could uh-huh. be interesting. Oh, my God. Could be very interesting. Go for Stay it. Stay tuned. That'll that'll be in November. <laughs> <Okay>. so. <laughs> um, so we digress. Um, what ke- I have to know, Emma, what kept you motivated? Because before you had the Wiggles, you tried out for us on lots of musicals and you were constantly dancing, obviously, but what kept you motivated to keep going? I guess uh, for anybody in the performing industry, there is a sense of um, constant rejection because you're auditioning for many, many different shows and different productions and really 99% of them you don't get. So Mm. (laughs) I think, you know, you're always constantly trying to Um, land the gig, land the job. And so um, after school, I went to film school and then I went to university and I was still auditioning the whole time. Um, And I'd done a few different, uh, you know, dance gigs in Australia and overseas. And I was pretty excited about that, but nothing that was uh, a proper production or a proper musical, um, you know, where I could say that I had a professional job, you know, in, in the performing arts for six months or more. So, um, yeah, you get into the the habit of auditioning almost every week um, for all sorts of different projects. And so um, the Wiggles audition just happened to be one that came to me uh, through an email along with about five other auditions and it Amazing. looked suitable. I realised that I didn't have to sing, which was a great um, relief for me at the time. And I thought, well, that's easy. And then they sent the choreography through over a video, which was also really nice. Mm. So I thought, well, that's great. Um, you know, that's I've got very a head 20, start. Very so- 2020. Oh, be doing I mean, in 2010, it was yeah, that's so, so unusual. Yeah, it was so modern. Yeah. And I'd auditioned for the Wiggles before and not been successful. Mm. But I, I already thought that it was. Um, 
I, yeah, I thought it was a very advanced way of auditioning and, and actually giving the choreography before because they weren't necessarily worried about, um, you know, the rate in which people were picking up choreography, which mm. most of auditions yeah. are. They they want you to arrive and then they see how quickly you can think on the spot and if you can be spontaneous and whatever. But this, they were really looking for a particular part and so uh, we all went along and um, I happened to be successful and, and got the part as this ballet dancing fairy, which was um, such a shock to me. <laughs> but I was so happy to be in the audition, to mm. be honest. What, what did you think at that time, Catherine? Like, did you sort of think, oh, well, that's just a one-off, you know, nothing much more would come of it or, you know? No, I didn't think anything. Like they, they as Emma said, they go for so many things. Mm. Um, Haley too, mm. they, they have to be able to put up with rejection and waiting around and, yeah, I didn't think anything was going to come of it. Then when she began fairy, I thought, oh, well, that's great because I used to take the kids to see the Wiggles. <laughs> It's, isn't that no, amazing? And in full yeah. circle, really. Yeah. yeah. So, because they've been going for so long, it's just mm. it's it's amazing. Yeah. How how do you cope, Emma? With you know, obviously, as you say, there's a lot of rejection. Like at that time, how like how did you yeah stay so positive with it? I mean, obviously, yes, it was your passion, but you know, did you find it? you know, just deflating a lot of the time? It's that's a funny question because actually recently I had um, visited virtually um, on Zoom my old high school, McDonald College, and one of the children, one of the students actually asked me the same question. Oh, right. And I, I got off the class and I thought, I don't know if I answered that very well <laughs> because I don't know if I actually ever really got upset or it never really occurred to me to spend time dwelling on mm. what I hadn't, um, you know, what, what jobs I'd missed out on. Mm. I, I was, I felt um, desperate to get certain jobs and, and, you know, I don't, it's ironic. I don't really like cats but I have cats and I love my cats but <laughs> growing up I never really liked cats but then when Cats the musical was auditioning I would say to mum like I've got this is this is my dream job mm-hmm. I can't wait to be a cat <laughs> oh my gosh I love cats and then you become you, you know it takes over you and you're like oh you know my life will just be the best ever if I get this show and that kind of mindset happens all the time because you start to visualize yourself in the show mm. and I'd it was one of my more successful auditions because I'd really gotten right to the end. And when I didn't get it, I was devastated. That you weren't going to be a cat. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. But then I didn't, I, because I always knew that there was something else that was coming or I was too busy and I had other things to think about. I never dwelled on it. But it, it, it definitely is becoming um, uh, more emphasised now, mm. I think, um, especially in, you know, in that teenager, young adolescent age group, there is definitely this sense of, um, yeah, not being good enough if they don't get the job, but, but it is, it's Part very it. realistic yes. to know mm. that as a performer, you're looking for somebody's subjective opinion of you and whether you fit into that role that they're looking for that you need to be this high with this Mm. kind of hair. And, you know, it's so dependent on what that panel is looking for. Mm. Um, You can't beat yourself up if you don't get it. Like what do you say or have you said in the past to the girls, Catherine, you know, when they have 
lost roles that they've wanted or you lost a job that, you know, they thought they would get? Like, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, I try... Yeah, I tried to use the reverse psychology. Like I'd say, look, obviously it was me they were looking for. Um, <laughs> that, that's a classic. And, and just that's try and make classic. them laugh because Hayley yeah. would miss out on things. She'd be too tall or too fat or something. And then she then she too got a, a, an ad for Tim Tam because they thought she looked German. So she was a German backpacker. And, you know, it's, I said it's just what they're looking for on the day. Yeah. So it's nothing mm. to do with you personally, mm. um, you know, even though obviously it's me that they wanted. But um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to keep it humorous, but it, yeah. it does break your heart when they do get a lot of rejections. It is tough from a parent's point of view. Yes. Yeah, um, you've got to be that, you know, that stability yeah. behind them, you know, as you say, trying to think of something to, Funny. you know, yeah. make them, yeah. make and them all, laugh. And you see all these little crushed other kids that I'm are in sure. the line as well mm. and you think, gosh, you know, what, what are we going to do with those? And I, I've seen like The Voice and some of those other shows on television and those judges have to be very careful that, you know, as long as they can say something a little bit positive mm-hmm. or something, not just down them yes. completely because you don't know what's happening in people's home life behind. No. You know, it could be there, you know, absolutely. And and for children it's just the be, end and end all. They've got mm. nothing to compare it yeah. with. So, um, yeah, I try and divert attention as much as I could. <laughs> Being a good mother, that's very good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. And you're very well, funny. I was so lucky because I had a lovely mother and um, if I wasn't doing a very good job, I'd just say, look, ring Nana. She, she was in Aubrey, so they'd ring Nana and and they'd say, oh, Nana, you know, mum, mum won't let us do this or something's happening and mum would say, oh, look, your mother, you know, she's trying. You know, she, she's doing her best. <laughs> often hasn't got much of an idea, but, but by the time they'd spoken to Nana, they felt better yeah. and it wasn't my fault, you know, because if you're the parent at home, you tend to get, you know, all the angst of what's oh, yeah. been happening. So really good to have mum. Because Rick was away quite a lot with his work, so I just say, just ring Nana. That's very good. That's well, a good one. We, I do that all the yeah, time. Yeah, good psychology. Yeah, because they, they definitely behave better for my parents and and for my in laws, yeah. and they do for us. And with homeschooling, yeah. especially, I'm like, you know what? You can go to Diddy's yeah. house. I'm Diddy. I'm Diddy, and you can just yes. lay your problems out She'll on Diddy. Yes. <laughs> Or spoil them talk, or, you know, oh, even if they talk them. to them, they feel better that they've talked talked talk to someone else or an adult that has listened. And then, then they, you know, just forget about you really because, you know, I've spoken to Nana, we've sorted yes. that out and, and that they go. Lovely to have an extended yes. family. It's, it's, you know, yeah. it's really important. She didn't, she didn't live close. She was in Aubrey, but mm. it was just like a phone call. It was so good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. So <laughs> how did you feel when you finally cracked the big gig obviously with the wiggles and you went on tour because you started off with doing the live show with Dorothy yeah and um I guess I was really lucky uh like everybody part of our cast there's there's really lots of opportunities to do different things so you know when people join the wiggly family they're not necessarily just doing one role and so you have to be so flexible you have to be able to be a suit character or be a musician or quickly we need you to play the bass guitar so really over the last decade i've had such an amazing opportunity to learn lots of different parts of the show and so when um uh anthony asked me to be the yellow wiggle i 
firstly thought it was a joke. And then secondly, (laughs) it didn't really sink in. And then thirdly, I think for all of us, you know, the new group for Simon and Lockie and myself, I think then it became quite scary (laughs) because there was such a reputation to uphold um, you know, this huge plethora of music library that had been originated from this Australian uh, band, you know, a, a group of mates. And so all of a sudden we would have to um, take that over and actually mm. continue that for the next generation of children. And at that time, I think that's when it dawned on us. It's, it wasn't like a group growing together, mm. you know, from the start and, 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 you know, you work through those um, mini milestones of successes. Really for us, it was totally different. It was taking on these huge shoes <laughs> mm. and then trying to, um, you know, uh, be valuable for the audiences that were coming in the future and not being like karaoke wiggles where we were just stepping into their role and saying everything Mm. the way that they would, but bringing our own personality to the role, which I think is a very, very special trait to being a wiggle is you're able to bring yourself and your own interests, which you don't get when you're playing cats, Mm. for example. And you could always ask. still be fun? You could always play a cat. You could always request. Yeah, Yeah. like I I will still want to be the cat if that ever happened. I'm sure Um, it will. But. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) They might listen to this and say, oh, my gosh, we have to have her. We've got to get Emma as a cat. She's a cat. Yes. (laughs) Remember, Emma, when you were a beautiful orange I was an, I was a big like I was a mascot like a suit character I was an orange and um, the reason why I got the role is because I had very strong Irish dancing legs and I could hold the suit. Oh, <laughs> they thought she'll be right. So okay. I got in the I got in the orange and I was in there for ages, wasn't oh. I? I? You know, yeah. And just hot. her arms were oh, sticking workout. out, her legs like you couldn't really see much else. She had a hat oh, thing on, and so and he goes, you know, it's quite a good photo of me in the local paper. It could have been anybody, <laughs> but I know which ones are me, and and they still use my photos for the festival, it's it's just the an Orange Blossom Festival in oh, Borkham Hills. I love and that. When I see the photos, I'm like, that that's, that's me. definitely me. Yeah, that's you should me. call them and that's say, now listen, that. Me. Yeah, those le- those legs, that they're my legs. Because I always said to the girls, you know, have a go at anything. You never know what's going to happen. It's like food. Just taste it. You never know. You might like it. Because oh, yes. everybody's so anxious about everything oh, now. Catherine, they, can they, I bring you to our house and get Ma- get you to get Mason <laughs> to eat? Please. You just feel like, you know, just have a go, you know, because, you know, I work at a schoolhouse museum and children as young as seven are so anxious about everything. Oh, that's terrible. Just relax, you know, we're having fun. You know, they they say, I don't want to do the maypole. And I said, well, I don't know how to do it. I said, that's why you're here. We're just going to have a bit of fun. Yeah, what a groupie doesn't want to do the maypole either. (laughs) What a a wonderful attitude. And, uh, Catherine, what did you sort of, I mean, think when, Obviously, Emma became the yellow wiggle. Like, did you? I didn't. I didn't believe it either. I thought <laughs> she came home. I thought, or like, really? really? They're going to change their lineup, and um, yeah, and then it started to sink in. And and Rick was saying to me, "I think she's going to be, you know, so, like so, like joining the Beatles." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it like is a weird. It is. It's already famous. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, very hard to take in, really. And and yeah, what is what is thing, and what is success? Year of, 
Sorry. Pardon? And what a, I was going to say, and what a success, you know, having like a wonderful female uh, wiggle, you know, for all the yeah. young little girls that, you know, were yes. following the wiggles as well. I mean, I think what, you know, it was a, it was an, a wonderful, you know, step, step uh, uh, upon the wiggles part to, to, for you to yeah, become. You've always got to have a first. I've been watching that show misrepresented on the ABC and it's just absolutely fantastic about women politicians and how they've had to struggle right through. You know, they didn't have a, have a toilet, ladies toilet in Parliament House till about 1950. So I'm hearing that. Yeah, but I had to go home to go to the toilet. So it's just, it's always the first one, isn't pa- it? To pave the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what did it feel like in the beginning, obviously, because, I mean, if it was a joke, that's a very elaborate prank of Anthony's, <laughs> obviously. Um, they, the, you know, sure. but they've been playing pranks on each other for years. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it wasn't, um, it it was, I think it was truly just like we couldn't believe it was happening. Um, and then really <laughs> for, the f- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for the first couple of years, it was about, um, you know, making a real genuine connection with the audiences, firstly in Australia, um, to make sure that families were comfortable coming back to the show with that age group, you know, four or five that might've just been tipping out Mm. of the Wiggles and onto something else. And then actually, you know, getting to know and introducing us to new audiences, you know, from one, you know, one years old and up. Mm. Um, But really from that teenage bracket, I received a lot of hate Mm. uh, because a lot of um, young adolescents felt that, we were, um, you know, replacing their wiggles. Mm. And so it was only after a few years when they, um, you know, they could see that we were just here for the new generation, that we, we were building on this legacy, then everyone's mindset changed. But it did take a long time. Um, and naturally now with social media, you receive scrutiny. <laughs> oh, all the time. Regardless. It doesn't really matter what you do. Um, but it is a very important um, part of Australian music history. Oh, absolutely! Uh, the music and and the the videos and the visuals that the Wiggles have provided for you know three decades. Three now. decades. Three decades. It's it is incredible mm. to think. I mean, for us, you know, it was like a return almost because mm. we we were kind of on the cusp of it because we were a bit old. Like you know, my husband and I were born in eighty five. Yeah, but it was we were always so aware of the wiggles and the songs and everything. And it's not until you have kids yourself that you realise (laughs) how comforting it is to be out. It's like a shared experience because you know the words and they know the words and they probably Mm -hmm. don't understand why. They don't think, you know, we were young once. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it actually is nice. I think it's that next generation that have had kids that were part of sort of the original sort of, sweep of the wiggles they're coming back and going Mm. oh this is so nice to be able to have this with the kids and you can see how much they love it even though mason 
completely just threw me under the bus. But besides that. <laughs> it's, it could just be the day, it's the age. It, it's so natural. If he asks me to. He's getting into heavy metal now. He's that age. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> I tell you what, if he asks me to read him the Wiggles book tonight, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> you missed, missed opportunity. Such a missed you opportunity. You can just hit him with it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, and and Catherine, so honest. Oh, they are so oh. honest. honest. Too honest. And, and Catherine, when obviously when obviously when Emma was on the road and touring, how did you stay in touch? Like, what was the best way to like communicate with each um, other? Well, we'd um, sometimes just ring at night or um, just emails and and texts. But Emma's a classic. I don't like to interrupt because she's always so busy. And sometimes they're doing interviews in, at three o'clock in the morning to America or something. So I'd just wait till she'd ring. And then she'd ring and she'd go after about two seconds, she'd say, Mum, I haven't got time to talk now. And I said, but you rang me. <laughs> she goes, oh, did I? Did I? I? I must have wanted something. And I said, okay, well, you just ring back when you think of it. That's <laughs> very nice. So you're a, obviously a very no pressure. I was going to say no pressure mother. Is that what yeah. she is, a no pressure mother? Oh, yeah, yeah it was no apparently pressure. my fault that she'd rung me and she hasn't got time. And I said, oh, okay, righto, right. But see now, now Ollie notices if I call mum and say, "Mum, I don't have time," and then I hang up, and then he goes, "You can't do that." Yeah. <laughs> He's recognizing that I need to be a bit more clear. Well, but I am very. There's well, things happening. I was going to say, I'm well, sure. it's very nice. I was going to say you've got you've given us some lovely lovely time already, anyway, yeah. and and nice. <laughs> Nice time with your mother. So you that's can use really, this as your call yeah. time. Yes. Just, you know, yeah, for the you next few days. You don't have to ring for a year now. <laughs> when, just wait till COVID gets off and then you'll be fine. Just show or- up on her front door. That's that's all you that's have right. to do <laughs> when you can. When you can. Uh, yeah. I was, and I was going to say probably talking uh, probably more seriously now because obviously, Emma, you've been very honest and open about you suffering with endometriosis. Um how I mean, how did you cope with that? How did what happened as far as Catherine, you seeing Emma going through it? How, how did you navigate through all of that? I just well, didn't know how she was continuing that on the tours because they're so strenuous. And when she came back from um, Canada, she was just like a sheet. And I thought, no, she's really ill. Hmm. Said so you've got to do. We've got to do something. She just looked awful and uh, <laughs> like, like terrible <laughs> colour, you know, terrible colour. You must colors. feel really you know, good you know, about that, Emma. <laughs> doesn't look right. Oh, and, yeah. It's, she's not the first person to tell me. I can see it in photos now. Like I can see the yeah, colour of my skin, like very yellow and yeah, I knew so. something was wrong. But Because uh, Hayley's more, more emotional, so she did all the crying and we got on with the operation. I was we? pragmatic, yeah, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Again, because I was so busy, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it, mm. and I didn't have time to think about it. It's either. better sometimes if you don't have time because it's there's less yeah. anxiety because you you know if you True. think about it, you might psych yourself out of it or, or yeah. you know get nervous about it. So it's probably a, not great for your health at yeah. the time. But he had a wonderful doctor. He was yeah. wonderful, Jason. And he, you know. He explained everything because I didn't have endometriosis. I, I had a cyst um, when I was young and they said I wouldn't be able to have children. Mm. So 
I'd been through that at t- the age of 27, which was similar, but your doctor was brilliant. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, and I guess um, because I had put it off for so long because we were touring and I was busy, it was only really when it was really bad. But really, if you have endometriosis, you would have had it forever. Mm. So it's really, you know, thinking you have to think back and realise that the pain that you might be suffering every month leading up to it has actually probably been the same thing, but you weren't able to recognise it. It was only when mine really didn't have anywhere to go and then it was like, well, how do I, my body was like, how do I get rid of this now? Um, And so that's, it got to that point and actually it was um, found by my naturopath. She was the one that um, pinpointed it who sent me to this um, amazing surgeon um, and uh, Jason, Dr. Jason Abbott has been, uh, you know, operating, you know, in that field for many, 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 many years. He's got so much experience. Um, but, you know, still today we're seeing hundreds, thousands yeah. of women being affected by this in, and everyone has different symptoms and everyone, it affects people in, um, you know, varying situations, but can be so debilitating that you can't do anything. But it, I mean, it's so nice that you <clears throat> obviously were very honest and open about it, which, you know, I think obviously getting the word out, uh, obviously uh, other pe- other women suffering, you know, it, it's 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 not nice for you, but at least you're a good role model. Can I just say before I forget to to uh, mention, you have the most beautiful, soothing speaking voice like I I understand why you are so successful besides the fact that you dance and you sing beautifully but your speaking voice is so calming like it's beautiful thank you I um I don't think that it was like this when I started uh you've learnt you've learned how to as in I feel like I've had time yeah like I, I feel lucky to have done this particular role for a long time now where I look back at really early things like why am I shouting <laughs> why am I shouting um but you don't you don't like I didn't really know what I was doing because I had originally auditioned for a totally different role. Mm. And so, you know, we were all learning um, and that's kind of where I felt that, uh, you know, like we were talking about before, it wasn't really a group learning together. Mm. Um, It was us joining something that was so successful and then having to figure it out in the spotlight. (laughs) So, you know, now we can look back and, you know, there's retrospect because you can see, you know, where it's come from. But, um, yeah, I I think it took me a good four years to figure that out. Yes, I I mean, I can understand children being, being able to be engrossed in your beautiful voice I yeah. mean, you know which is just lovely and I think that is such a wonderful talent thank you for joining us again Catherine I'm back <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fine now. <laughs> going for a little as wander soon as I see- yeah, yeah as soon as women are being to snap you went off yeah 
<laughs> yeah. There she is now. But you were so I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just creating a bit of motion where sickness. Is she, where is she going? She doesn't even have a big house. She's, well, now she's getting her steps Zoom in. Meeting, uh, in a different format. I've got to put a picture up. I've got, a, put- I've got a picture <laughs> in my. Oh, my goodness. There we are. <laughs> oh, she's got another photo. I've got oh, another, another horse. Another okay, horse. Okay, now stay still. <laughs> thank, thank you. Don't press the button that's the lead. Yeah, don't yes. do that. Now leave it still. No. Yeah. Leave Ka- it still. Uh, we left, and Catherine, you were saying that, you know, a bit like when you go to the doctors or that At we're a, a bit age. of an invisible age, you were saying, which I can relate. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes, when it's sort of over. 60 yes. gets the same. And, and teenagers are a bit the same. They tend to say, you'll be all right. And, but they are in pain, those young girls with endometriosis, particularly, yeah. <laughs> Just pop him out Hello? of the way. He's all yes. right. Yes, we can hear you, Mum. Yeah. I mean, what was it like for you, Emma? Obviously, you were go, go, go all the time, did you feel anxious about knowing you'd have to take the time off in order to have your operation and recover as well? (laughs) He's just watching you from the corner. Oh, what happened to Catherine? I, there you go. Mum, leave the phone still. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've just got to um, put my um, charger in. doesn't hold the charge. Well, kind of on the technological edge here. I think you're okay, doing. I, very, I think you're doing very okay, well. Leave it, techno. <laughs> still, we're gonna have to do a mother's. Maybe we should she's, do this as an. Ins- we should do this as an uh, Instagram when- post. <laughs> Sorry, Emma, you were saying like. Yeah, I think you might just to give the uh, the visual aspect. Yes. Um, when I think that's why I never really stopped to think about having to do anything about my endometriosis diagnosis and actually to have surgery was like, oh, that's not going to happen. Mm. Like, yeah. do you even know what this schedule is? And so it was a lot of um, anticipation and anxiety um, before that was to happen. But actually because the um, the surgery was booked very close because it was stage four, I didn't really have a choice. So then I had to really come to terms with it quite quickly. And then we didn't, we weren't in a position to really audition people to to then cover my role. So we were really lucky. Um, We actually had a friend of Lockie's and a friend of mine, both who we knew, we knew that they were in performing um, areas, performing projects, and we basically called them up and were like, can you get on a plane? (laughs) Can you come and learn the show in a week? Um, And we were lucky. We had two girls and they um, were so good to learn it at the last minute and just jump straight in and and, uh, uh, fulfil my role for that period, which was about six weeks. But I was filming at the Wiggles office 
on the sixth week, which now when I look back, I'm like, oh, that was was quick. I was pushing it. That was pushing it, Emma. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Always in retrospect, you always look back and go, oh, that wasn't the best. Yeah, why did I do that? I just wanted to be. I wanted to be back with everybody. Of course, and you didn't um, want to disappoint. I mean, when you've got, when your audience is mainly kids, you never want to disappoint them and that would be really, really hard. It's such a hard age Mm. to understand. Oh, in in different, there was obviously, you know, some children, they didn't even know that I wasn't there and it was somebody else, which was great. It was just that older age group. They're like, um... That's not her. Where is she? I want to write her a get well card. Oh, that's very nice. You know, it's it, we had such a, a wide variety of responses. Um, but as you were saying before, mostly very positive because we were transparent about what was going on. But I didn't really think about the effect that it would have on our on other people or our audience for that matter, and our audience also being mums. Mm. But since that time. I have daily messages from mothers around the world talking about their experience with endo. So mm, it's mm. actually, I feel like it's connected me with a community that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, it's amazing. And it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. It was just because we knew we would have to tell people up mm. front. Better, I, as you always, better to, to be honest and open, definitely. Mm. Were you yeah. concerned, Catherine, that Emma was going back too quickly or...? Quickly, we said no, um, <laughs> far too quickly. She, I knew she wouldn't be still. You know, she'd try and get that energy, you know, back again straight away. So, yeah, I felt she went back too quickly. Yeah, you were probably concerned as a mother thinking, you know, it, it's yeah. it's going to drag her down, you know, further rather than, you know, obviously allowing her time to recover. That's right, but she was probably getting sick of me sort of dropping off soup and organizing. You were looking after me. Home care. I mean, that would be probably a bit stra- a strain, having me there all the time. <laughs> so when we said, I'm, I'm going back to work. Oh, oh. <laughs> but that's nice. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I think it's one of those things when you're not feeling well, you really do want your mum there. Yeah someone so that if you want to have a throwdown or a real cry it doesn't really matter you know they've seen it all before and and um yeah in, and if you don't feel great it's good to be able to say look today is a bad day you yes know, yes listen to yeah what a what a yeah, great relationship a- you both have that's yeah, wonderful <laughs> that's that's very I'm nice that. <laughs> what did she say I'll just remind you of that. <laughs> yeah, now you've got record. Yeah, yes. I know. It's yeah. on the record yeah. now. Yes, it's forever. Yeah. definitely can, recording. So, yeah, yes, play it you can have it. it back. Yeah. Yep. That's your Mother's Day present over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> These ladies are really nice, my new friends. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, Emma, how obviously between COVID, touring and everything, how do you stay connected to your family well, we have been doing, usually when I have been at home in Australia on a Sunday, if it's a Sunday or we generally would have breakfast together. So myself and my sister and her partner and my partner, mum and dad, we would have 
breakfast on a Sunday and do the Sunday quiz in the paper. Oh, but now that we're mm. we're in um, isolation, lockdown, all the rest of it, we've been doing the quiz over Zoom oh, like right. this. Oh, that's good. But um, we, <laughs> Mum actually posts the quizzes to my sister, <laughs> who's also in Sydney, and then my sister is the quiz master and she reads the quizzes. Um, and the good thing is, is that with the delay, it gives everyone a chance, chance to get their answers. answers. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. so good. We yeah. did, yeah. I didn't realize a friend of ours. We did a trivia night, and I said, "Oh, we really need to do another one." He's like, "Nah, it wasn't good. Everyone was cheating." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, well, "Oh, I was cheating." I was like, "I didn't." Oh. I was like, "I was being like honest and being, <laughs> just doing yeah. the right thing." But yes, I think oh. that's nice to have those moments. You know, continue those moments even though you can't. Physically, physically be, in the, yeah. be in the same room together and do the yeah. quiz. It can get very violent within the teams. Like there's a sort of <laughs> Midgong and a Gladesville team and an Epping team, but it's quite funny. But um, what a, yeah. it's a lovely it, ritual. Yeah, it's every every weekend. That's now, great. Quiz. How good is that? Quiz. How good is that? Mm. It's nice when you're busy during the week to carve out that family time. I mean, for us, we have Friday night dinners, and that's just our thing. standard like there's very there's yeah. no excuse to get out of it really and you know I think that's important when you're a family that don't necessarily live together or have super busy lives to have mm. that one thing that you can sort of fall back on which is nice yeah you have to sort of stop and actually even have a meal together Someone, someone I know that they actually all sit and eat their meal but they're on zoom mm. yes and they like they're around the table, and that—that's quite a nice idea too. So yeah, we're actually of- we're actually doing that with some friends on Saturday night. We were meant to be going out to dinner, so we're going to eat and Zoom <laughs> or Zoom yeah. and eat, whatever. <laughs> no, it's a nice idea because then you've got company while you're eating too, and if you're actually on your own, it's you sort of enjoy the food more, don't you? If yes. You've got someone to- or somebody, yeah, yeah. someone, some somebody different to talk to. Yes, that's true. That's yes, true. <laughs> yes. Which we've been very grateful for this podcast. Yeah. And Emma, obviously, what is it, I mean, what do you say to girls that aspire to be like you, that, you know, you've, it's not like you've just popped yourself into the wiggles, you know, you've definitely done the hard yards. So what advice do you have for young aspiring performing, you know, whether it's dancing or singing, acting? Um, I guess um, actually I was going to mention before when we were talking about, um, you know, myself becoming the first female and in in the Wiggles group, um, I was slightly lucky to have some female representatives as part of the Wiggles um, branding, you know, even in Kylie Minogue, even seeing Kylie Mm. in a pink skivvy, you know, before me, I was like, oh, great. (laughs) That's that's a good reference. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in some of the other different um, incarnations of the Wiggles um, in the past, which haven't been on TV here in Australia in, in the 30 decades, but they did actually have a group of um, Spanish-speaking Wiggles and Mandarin-speaking Wiggles as well that, both, that all had females. And I know that mm-hmm. the Wiggles itself wanted to include a female member really early on. It's just that they... they they never felt like they found the person at mm. that time. Um, and so 
when I joined, I think it was, yeah, you're right. It was like the finally, finally, you know, this has happened and, Mm. you know, yeah. And so I guess in a sense, we feel a sense of responsibility being a wiggle because you're a representative to children everywhere, Mm. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, it doesn't really matter what gender um, you feel that you're responsible because it might be the first time children are hearing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for the first time or going to see a concert, um, you know, or hearing the alphabet, you know, you, you have that sense of responsibility. And so I guess for young performers, I feel like it is definitely very important now to find the thing that means the most to you, because if you have that genuine relationship to it, then you're obviously going to feel more passionate about it when you're mm. um, expressing it you know, through your body or through your voice or through your craft to other people. And that's, I think that human connection is what's so special about performing, essentially. That's beautiful. Well, I know a lot of girls um, and kids look up to you and especially, you know, given how much you've sort of blossomed the the Wiggles repertoire, you know, signing and everything, it's just, I think it's just an incredible expansion of three decades worth of a, an amazing achievement. So I know lots of kids look up to you and really appreciate that they can see someone that they can relate to on the screen or on, on stage when you can. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's, I mean, and a, certainly there's an abundance of, um, you know, girls in particular that come to the shows dressed up you know, either with an Emma Tutu on or an Emma outfit or sometimes even, yeah, they have an Emma bow Mm. or maybe Dorothy tail at the same time or they've got a purple shirt on and a red skirt and blue socks, (laughs) you know. It's really a sense of dressing up in any way that they feel comfortable. Um, And, you know, now we see not just girls dressing up as Emma, but boys, mums, dads, grandparents, aunties. So cute. Just the whole family. You know. It's every, everyone wants to come, you know, dressed in the way that they feel that they're connected to the Wiggles in any in any sense. So I think it's nice to be able to let people, you know, um, dress up and, and be whoever they really want to be, even if they come as Elsa with an Emma bow. That's yes. good. <laughs> <laughs> come whatever you feel. That's right. Um, one well, of the Wiggles uh, experiences Hayley and I had, we were at, at one of the Wiggles shows, shows and we got into a lift and there were five little girls all dressed like Emma in the lift with us and we went up <laughs> the floor and then they all got out and Hayley goes, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seeing five Emmas. <laughs> all these little ones. Oh, cute. They were so cute and they were chatting and, you know, they're having a great time and we just looked at each other like, oh, my goodness. It's a monster. <laughs> it must be so funny. <laughs> there are just so many mm. of her. So many. Yeah. <laughs> many, many, many Emmas. Many Emmas running around. Um, we've taken up a lot of your time, but we do want to get to our lightning round. So one word to describe your relationship when Emma was a teenager. Um... <laughs> One word, Mum. Um, exhaustion. Is that <laughs> funny? I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's a good word. It's a very good mm. word. For yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this is like the quiz, Emma. It's a lot of yeah, stress. Yes, it's yes, good. Yes. <laughs> and and Emma, for you, like, you, you was know, it when- also exhausting? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but I will just say busy. Mm. I was just a bit busy. And one word to describe your relationship in adulthood. Still busy, probably. <laughs> um, not so. Ex- I'm very proud. Oh, that's very nice. Because I was going to say, at least not so exhausting for you, Catherine. Now, Emma's the one that has no. to run around. As long as she's not waking you at three a.m., that's okay. <laughs> I did go on tour with them one year because I was helping with costumes and things, and I was so exhausted, and I hadn't danced a step. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was washing clothes and making – I was kind of the tour mother and, oh. um, you know, come to me with all their problems and whatever. But, um, yeah, I came home and I, I was just cactus <laughs> and I hadn't done anything. <laughs> was, it fun having your, was it fun having your mum on tour? Oh, everyone loved it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> they, liked, they liked having mum there more than I did. <laughs> That's so nice. It's so. not very nice. I guess nice for you, Catherine, to see, you know, what, what happens on tour, what, what Emma was doing, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, which you obviously were very involved with. Yeah, the costumes and the quick changes and, mm. oh, yeah, the turnaround uh, is so fast hmm. and, uh, yeah, just trying to keep your clothes clean and <laughs> keep everything together and, yeah, it was just like having sort of several children doing it. It was really <laughs> Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds a, Just a multi Stedford weekend, mm-hmm. Mum. It was, yeah. People losing shoes or, or someone's seam had split. And, oh, dear, oh. yeah. It was just a whole lot of them. The backstage <laughs> chaos of the Wiggles tours. That's right. Oh, it's busy. It's busy. Emma, what characteristics do you think you got from your mum? Uh, pragmatic. It's a good one. Yeah, I, she's more like my mother. I think she was a bit more very intelligent, and she just sort of cuts through all the rubbish and gets going. Um, yeah, and kind as long as you're a nice oh, person nice. in the. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be hard she's to got it. be in that role and not be a kind person. I think kids would see right through it. They really would. Yeah. And and they used to, before COVID particularly, but see a lot of children very, very ill. And, um, you know, just being able to comfort the parents and just, you know, just mm. make the day a little more interesting mm. if you're in a hospital, about, you know, days on end, just to have that empathy is, uh, is part of it too. That's very it? nice. Very mm. nice. What's yeah. the most memorable moment in your relationship? I think when she gave me, uh, she organised for me to have a, a horse for my birthday. Mm, yeah, nice. So I replaced myself with a horse, <laughs> and <laughs> that's been awesome, hasn't yeah. it, Mum? Yeah, now, during COVID, it's been great. It's just a great big Clydesdale baby. Mm. Oh wow! Absolutely gorgeous. So when she she said, "Come, come," we were all together, and she said, "We." I thought we were going to go horse riding in um, Midigong. And then she said, no, look in that stable down the end and here's this enormous 
baby colt. Like he, he was only two or less than two, but they're so big, you know, they're mm, gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. They'd happy birthday. Oh, that's lovely. Well, that's amazing. I'm still in shock. Oh, uh, she's like, can I keep him? No. Is he, he's mine. No. <gasps> that's amazing. I always, girl, I asked for a, for a horse for my birthday. So that she said, well, now you're 60, you should have something you really want. So You really want a horse, a Clydesdale. Yeah. And mum has been working for um, RDA, Riding for Disabled Australia, in, in ride for, what, do you think, 20 years? Five years, yeah. <laughs> 25, 25 years. And so that was yeah. the only way that mum would be able to go and see horses, you know, here in the city. Um, and so when they moved down south, I'm like, right. Now she can have her own. Oh, that lovely. We can get her a horse. And then there was lockdown last year and it was great. That is a good distraction, horse, yeah. We yeah. just did this. I go out and brush him furiously and, you know, talk to him. He doesn't answer back. He yeah. just listens. Uh, see, better. he's got time for you. Yeah, he's gorgeous and he's so big and furry. So he's, mm. he, he loves a hug. So, yeah. <laughs> That's very nice. And who gives the best advice? I think out it was Nana. Oh, uh, yeah, Nana. Yeah, my mum. She, she go well. She didn't always give advice, but she was always there, wasn't she, Emma? She was- and you're right about intelligence. She just had she'd been through so much, had so much experience. She was also, well, she was a primary school teacher, a kindergarten teacher, and had obviously seen everything before. She wasn't phased, <laughs> was she? She's just not phased. Remember, they said, "Oh, um, we want Mrs. Royal as our teacher because she's got cracks in her face because she was the oldest." <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's nice. Cracks. Mm. Have to look in the mirror and go, okay, yeah. they're not lines, they're cracks. <laughs> they're honest, as we know. <laughs> but, you know, one of the oldest teachers, but she was calm. You know, they'd all hang, mm. hang um, hold a hand at lunchtime and, you know, she was very nurturing, I think. What's the best yeah. advice that your mum's ever given you, though? She's got some great expressions. I, I feel like I should say um, to turn my undies inside out. You know, like when we're on tour, we don't have clean washers. She's just like, just turn them inside out. That's good advice. <laughs> Best advice ever. It's pragmatic. Yes, it, it, it's everyday practical advice. You know, even during lockdown, the laundry is like overflowing. Turn them inside out. It's great. I'm going to do turn that with the kids. Yeah, out. use it again. Yeah. I wouldn't do that with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mums have to problem solve in a calm way. You know, they just expect you to, you know, everything has to be solved. And like I used to, with my cooking, they'd say, what is it? And I said, it's chicken surprise. And by the time they got to the end of it, they'd say, there's no chicken in that, Mum. And I'd say, yes, that's the it's surprise. surprise. <laughs> 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 or, we couldn't afford the chicken or something. But, yeah, just to keep that sort of um, one step ahead but try and make it calm. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think uh, your mum sounds like, like a lot of fun growing up in that household. I think, I think that must have been, yeah, a very fun household. I think when you, when you look back, it, it, was it, probably, was fun. it was probably hilarious, yeah. Yeah, it sounds when, like when it. you're when you're in high school, everything's serious. Yeah. So it, I think Mum was having a good laugh, but we were like, "Mum, it's a serious yeah. time." Isn't that funny? 
and and also, you know, if things weren't going too well, you'd say, oh, you'd, you'd be complaining about something. And I'd say, look, I've not been a mother before. Just talk me through it. What was I supposed to do today? And <laughs> Haley would say, oh, you know, we could have had a better breakfast and, you know, we could have done this. <laughs> or, you know, I'll try tomorrow. But just the fact that you, you know, you throw it back on them. Look, you're only human too and you're yeah, tired. Yeah, that's and, really good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. I, th- I think that's great. And is there a time in your life you wish you could relive, not necessarily change? Probably when mum was alive, don't you reckon, Emma? We had some good times with Nana. Mm. Yeah, she was the best. And mainly just so that we could have Monte Carlos with her oh, and eat all of her oh, caramel slice and Anzac biscuits, yeah. Make great biscuits, yeah. And, I mean, so everyone is welcome in their, their house in, in Aubrey. Sounds like an exceptional woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and I think it's jumped generation to Emma. I think it's probably not me so much, but Emma's turning out to be the exceptional woman, I oh, think. That's very nice. That's a lovely <laughs> compliment. That's nice, Mum. Yeah, well, that's it now. That's okay. A, that's the <laughs> last so compliment that's, you're going to get. That's Emma's birthday Is present, that? so you just play yeah, that yeah. on repeat as well and then that's it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, and I think we've talked about it, but how many times a day do you call each other or is it not every day? It's usually a couple of texts a day or, you know, we probably wouldn't call, would we? Not every we day. We exchange a lot of pictures of dogs. Dogs and animals. Like, the, you know, like, and we refer to them as our children, like, the, you know, my children are better behaved. No, my children, <laughs> my children are eating this. What are your children up to? Oh, no, my children are better than your children. <laughs> it's always good to have a yeah. bit of family competition. Yeah. Right. And I've got the biggest horse. So, yeah, I'm really on top. Yeah. <laughs> she does win. I mean, yeah, she has a Yeah. A she horse. has the horse, yeah. That's right. He is beautiful. He's beautiful. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it, it, what a an absolute joy! It's been such a joy, honestly, to well to meet you both and meet your yeah lo- lovely puppy there. And oh, the, fur, the fur babies are always fur fun. babies. Yes, but it it really. I mean, thank you so much for your time, and and I yeah I, I hope it's been a lovely. You know, joy just even speaking together and yeah, just sort of reminiscing also about Remin- your lives yeah. together. Yeah, when you sort of stop and think about mm. things, yeah, that's it's um it's a good good exercise, really, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and we found most mothers and daughters have really enjoyed yeah. it, and they found out things, or they said I didn't know that, mm. or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just because it is nice to kind of stop. And, talk. and think about your mm-hmm. lives together. Yeah. And especially at this time when lots of people can't be together, mm. you know, it's it's giving us some, even though lots of people can't actually connect, you know, face to face, it is giving a lot of time for catch up it in is. this sense. And if people can handle oh, the technology. Yours. Oh, yours. Yeah, see. Oh. How old? Lacey. Old. How old? <laughs> She's about five. She's oh, okay, not that old. Yeah, a bit of a disaster, but um, Rick said, oh, we'll just have it for a few months. And, of course, we're oh, still it always goes he's that enormous. Way. No, big <laughs> dog. Oh. He's very 
she's very warm in the Southern Highlands. Oh, it's lovely. It's <laughs> That's lovely. So nice. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it for has your just time. been such a pleasure. And yeah, continued wonderful success, obviously, and mm. and obviously good health. And same to you, Catherine, as well. And what an absolute pleasure meeting you, our new friends. <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> Especially during lockdown. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Well, when we when we decide to do our mothers and daughters tour, we'll we'll come to Barrel. That's for sure. Yeah. We'll yeah. make a plan. We'll, we'll make it. a plan. And thank you again. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. pleasure. Thanks for, for for being part of it. Yeah. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share, send us a DM on Instagram at Mothers and Daughters Pod. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week and don't forget to call your mum.